You're listening to Practical Badass, Episode 4. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women in other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. Today, I want to talk to you about a way that you can free yourself from the burden of perfectionism and begin taking more decisive action. So the method or the approach that we're going to cover today, it's going to help you accelerate your path to success and see missteps as learning experiences instead of mistakes. And this is something that I have personally tried and experimented with for the last, I want to say, seven years or so. And it has helped me immensely in my own personal life and in my own career. So that's what I want to dedicate today's episode to. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about what I call the 80% method or the 80% mindset. And really what that is, is just embracing the fact that you only need to get things right 80% of the time to get where you want to go. And this is a mindset or a method that I have been putting into practice myself for the last, I want to say seven years, and it has been immensely helpful in my personal life and in my professional life. So that's what I want to dedicate our episode to today, because what we're going to discuss is how the 80% mindset helps you understand that you don't need to get it right every time, and that is 100% okay. It's going to help you see that perfectionism is really just fancy procrastination. It's just a way that you are holding yourself back when really you could be taking more action and making more decisions. And then the last thing that we're going to touch on is with the 80% mindset or the 80% method, it also is going to embrace the fact that 20% of the time you might get it wrong. Or I like to, I like to think of it as not wrong, but just non-optimal decisions. And that's okay. And what we're going to talk about at the end of the episode is how you can really embrace that from an experimental mindset and from a learning mindset instead of taking it and feeling like you need to feel guilty or giving yourself a hard time because you should have or could have done better. We're going to talk about ways to help you move past those thoughts and really just take the learnings and be able to effectively and efficiently move forward. So before we jump into those three things, I want to share a quick personal story about how I was introduced to this 80% mindset, because it was not in a venue that I expected to have my life changed and my mindset completely changed. And it was, I want to say in 2015. So that was actually more than seven years ago now. And I was at one of my former jobs and my former employers, and they were hosting an event where they brought in the company that managed our retirement accounts. So 401ks, And they were giving us a demonstration of how to set up and select retirement plan options within our 401k. So the different funds that we could select for our retirement account. So whatever money we put in, it would go to these specific stocks or funds. um, And the entire presentation was dedicated to that. So not the kind of 
presentation or experience that you would go into expecting to have it change your life. Because really, it was just a pretty boring presentation that was very informative at the beginning, but just we're talking about retirement accounts. But at the end, it completely changed the trajectory of my life. And really, it was it was the two folks presenting. They were talking about the different ways that we could go about selecting the different retirement funds and they wanted to go through all of the different options because I, if I remember correctly, there were like 50 or 60 different types of funds or stocks that we could select. And it was just really, really overwhelming. So I remember sitting there in this presentation as they're going through each option and the pros and cons of each one and what we should factor into it if we wanted to make that selection. And At the end, when they had gone through all these different choices we could make, one of the presenters just made this offhanded comment that was something along the lines of, you know what, I know there's a lot of choices here, but just remember that to retire comfortably, you really only need to make 80% of the choices here right. You can invest and get it wrong 20% of the time, and you can still retire comfortably. And when they said that, I literally felt a shift in my mind and my whole world felt like it spun on its axis because just something clicked as those words left that person's mouth and my brain interpreted them. I realized that this was something that I could apply to how I approach my entire life. And it resonated so strongly with me because I am... I like to think a recovering perfectionist, but I take things so seriously. And I, at that point, agonized over every single decision I needed to make in my life and in my career. And I felt like any decision that I made, if I made the quote unquote wrong one, it was almost like I was sending myself back, you know, two steps. And this helped me realize that really the more important thing is that I just continue to make choices and move forward. And that's going to be what's giving me the momentum to reach my goals. And sometimes I can get it wrong, but that's what's going to help me reorient myself and move towards a better, more optimal decision. And just, I remember walking out of that presentation and I just felt like I was buzzing, like my whole being felt just more excited because I knew that something had just happened in this very interesting context of this boring presentation that I knew that I had to experiment with and I knew that I had to apply to my life and I was so excited to test it out and see what happened. And I can say that with over seven years of experience now, this is a method that has helped me move forward in my career and earn more money and really just be happier with my progress because I can see, you know, a misstep or a choice that's not necessarily optimal. I don't get as frustrated over it. I just see it as something that happens as part of this process of working towards my goals. And it's much easier for me to let it go, take the learnings and move past. All right, so let's dig into this more. So with the 80% mindset, really the entire thing can be summed up with things only need to work out 80% of the time for you to get where you want to go. Or another way to think of it is you only need to make the best or most optimal choice 80% of the time to reach your goals. So for all you perfectionists out there, like I used to be, What that translates to, again, is you don't need to make 100% perfect choices 
to reach your goals, your career goals, your life goals, your salary goals. You don't have to get it right every single time. So you can free yourself from that pressure and that expectation and that potential anxiety thinking that you do. So really what it helped me embrace or understand is that reaching my goals, and in this case, reaching your goals, really just means taking action and building momentum. So the way that I like to think of it is partially this concept that I learned at Amazon, and it's this notion of a two-way door. So most decisions that you need to make in your life, in your career, are two-way doors. So that means if you make this decision, you move through this door, that's the option that you've chosen. Really what that means is a two-way door. You can go back out if you realize that that is not the most optimal or the wrong decision. You can reverse that choice or you can move past it and make another selection. You can go back out of the door and pick a new door. And there are very, very few choices that are one-way doors. And a one-way door means if you've made that choice, you pass through and it shuts behind you and there is no going back. There is only moving forward and you can't undo what has been done. But so few things in our lives are actually like that. But I know for me personally, I was treating every single decision like a one-way door. It had to be the most optimal, most perfect one. And if I made the wrong choice, in my mind, I was completely derailing myself from the goal that I had set. I, I felt like I was going to be completely off track and I had to you know, make every single perfect choice every time. And what that translated to is I would think about every single choice and I would analyze it from every angle and I would spend forever trying to make a decision. And instead of helping me make better decisions, all it really did was it slowed me down and it made me really nervous and anxious. And I felt like making progress in my life or the energy that I would have to spend reaching for my goals was really expensive. It was expensive in terms of the energy and mental capacity and time that I had to spend, expend to make every decision. And when I embraced the 80% mindset, I really realized that if I could just make a choice and realize that it was a two-way door or you know it was reversible, I could make a new choice, it was again going to help me start taking more action and building more momentum. And that's what I want one of your takeaways to be from this episode is reaching our goals means taking action and building momentum. That is the most important thing you can do because that's going to help give you more information. Each decision that you make gives you more information, gives you more input. That way you have more data points to make more decisions in the future. And you can make better decisions in the future because you have the learnings from those prior decisions. You can see, oh yeah, this really worked out. I want to do something similar again. Or the choice that I made, not really the most optimal. And now that I have more information, I'm going to take that. I'm going to factor it into what I want to do now. I'm going to make this new decision and I'm going to move forward. And it really helps you kind of let the baggage go of giving yourself guilt or reflecting, you know, kind of overly reflecting or dwelling on a mistake or a less optimal decision and helping you just release it, take the learnings and move forward. The next thing I want to touch on is something I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, and that is perfectionism is just fancy procrastination and it's holding you back. 
And going for this perfectionism, like I mentioned a minute ago, it made me slow and hesitant. And you might be finding the same for you. So if you're experiencing that, I really encourage you to try this 80% mindset and see if it helps you free yourself from that expectation of perfectionism for yourself so that you can really embrace the fact that every decision is not a one-way door and you don't need to analyze all the angles and you don't have to consider everything. You can make a well-informed choice with a good amount of information and move forward. The other thing that I love about the 80% mindset is it really supports ownership over your decisions because you realize that if you make a decision and you get it right, that is awesome. And if you make a decision and you feel like it was not optimal, that's also okay. You can make that new decision and you can move forward. But the thing that helps you accelerate your trajectory, accelerate your momentum is because you feel less resistance to making new decisions. So you can accelerate the rate at which you make decisions. And what that helps you do is get more information points so that you can factor those in as you're working towards your goal. And the other great thing about the 80% mindset is it really helps me reflect on my wins because I'm giving myself more opportunities to make decisions. And I am more actively reflecting on the quality of the decisions to see if I need to make new ones, if they're working out well, if I need to optimize anything. But really what it translates to for me, and I'm sure you'll find this uh, to be the same for you, is you get so much more positive feedback because you are more actively interpreting the data or looking for feedback on the decisions that you've been making. You're looking for data points, you're looking for signals that you have made the best choice or the most optimal choice for what your target is. And really, that was just this wonderful kind of self-perpetuating cycle for me because I would get this positive feedback and I would see myself making what I saw saw to be good choices. So when I would make a less optimal choice, it would also help me more quickly move past it because it was easier for me to let it go because I had seen, you know, hey, I've made eight fantastic decisions. This next one, it didn't work out so well, but I'm going to move forward because I have such a great success rate and I am getting all of this fantastic feedback and I'm seeing myself making progress. This misstep, that's okay. I'm going to take the learning and I'm going to move forward. And next I want to talk about when you make those non-optimal decisions. How do you learn to let go of the feelings of guilt or the feelings of frustration that you might have when you first begin practicing this method? And to do that, I want to share with you something that one of my mentors had shared with me when I was beginning my own process And they weren't aware of my 80% mindset that I was experimenting with, but I was just voicing one of my frustrations to them, this decision that I felt like I could have made a better choice. And I reviewed the situation with them and they shared this wisdom with me that I want to share with you because it was so helpful to help me move past. And they just told me, hey, Chrissy, at the time you made that decision, you were operating with the best information that you had at the time, and you were making the best decision that you could with that information. So as you move forward, you got new information, yes, but you didn't have that at the time. So you have to realize that past Chrissy, past you, were doing the best with what information you had. 
So just remember that. What you know now, you did not know then. And when they shared that with me, it really helped push aside that frustration and let it go and just realize that, yes, past Chrissy, past me did not have that information, but now I do. So now I'm going to incorporate it into my new decision, but I don't need to get frustrated with old me. I was just doing the best I could with what I had at that time. And now I can move forward from this new perspective, this new vantage point. And that really just helped me take a more experimentation and growth mindset when I approached those non-optimal decisions. And it really helped me just release the perfectionism and see missteps or non-optimal decisions as learnings. It was just more information. It was just more inputs that I could reassess and factor into, again, those new decisions that I was making so that I could move forward to my goals more quickly. So to sum up all that we have talked about today, really, I just want you to remember that building the career and the life that you want is going to require you to make decisions. And you are not going to make the best decision every single time or 100% of the time. But really, you only need to get it right 80% of the time to get where you want to go. So it is okay to make those mistakes or those non-optimal decisions. It's okay to embrace those learnings and move forward. And the most important thing that you can do is take that action and take those steps forward and build the momentum. There is no perfection required. And for me, I have had almost eight years of experience working with this. And it has just been so helpful to me because now, not just to my career, I apply the 80% mindset to everything. And I'm trying to help my kids embrace that as well. And I feel like it's helped me be a more flexible parent and just a more flexible person in general. And flexibility, transparently, is something that I struggle with. I do like things to be very I don't want to say regimented, but I do like things to be very predictable. And that was one of the things that really helped feed into my perfectionist tendencies because I felt like I wanted things to be very stable and right all the time. And if I thought about something hard enough, then I would definitely make the right decision. And the practice that I've gotten over the years embracing this way of thinking and this way of approaching my career and my life has really helped me let more things go and really helped me get clarity on what kind of goals I want to reach and how quickly I can reach them. And I've just gotten so much more positive feedback because, and by positive feedback, I mean myself looking at the decisions that I've made and really seeing that I am creating positive outcomes with the actions that I'm taking. And it's helping me take more action, be more decisive and move more quickly towards my goals towards where I want to go. And that's what I'm helping this episode will help you do as well. So if you have those perfectionist tendencies, if you feel bogged down by all of these goals that you have for yourself and you have no idea how you're going to approach them and every decision seems too big and overwhelming and like it's going to set you back if you make the wrong one, just remember that you don't have to get it all right to get where you want to go. It's okay to make a misstep. It's okay to take those learnings 
and reorient yourself and move forward. But the most important piece of all of this is that you keep moving forward. You keep making those decisions and you keep pushing towards your goals and you're going to be so surprised at how quickly you reach them. All right, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you found this helpful. If you have a friend or a colleague who you think this episode or this podcast would help, grab a link to an episode, send it their way so that we could all go on this journey together. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next Thursday. Thursday.